Hi there. Welcome back to Wellness Wednesday with me, Siggy Helgeson. I am so grateful for those of you who have taken the time to listen and are back this week. The purpose of this podcast is to help support your well-being. And don't we need that right now? I'm realizing that this podcast will drop the day after November 3rd, Election Day, which could turn into Election Week or even month. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about topics that can help us through this time and can maybe stretch us from our comfort zones to embrace the growth that we'll need during this time. In that vein, I want to share with you an event that is coming up next Sunday on the topic of resilience with Reverend Scott Stoner, who's the founder and director of The Living Compass. He'll be joining us on Sunday, November 8th at 5 p.m. for a Zoom webinar. If you'd like to join that class, you can register by emailing me at siggy.helgeson at smlutheran.org. Or you can find it in the bridge, which comes out on Tuesday and Saturday, and it will also be posted on our website. Today, we'll be doing something a little different on the podcast. I have a special guest today. Katie Jones, our St. Mark's Preschool Director, is doing an interview with me about moving from one's comfort zone into the growth zone and avoiding the panic zone. So thanks again for listening to Episode 4. Life is change. Growth is optional. Years ago, when I was parenting two young boys who were two years apart in age, I often felt overwhelmed with their energy. I felt like I was constantly chasing after them when they were little. And although I love my boys, who are now two wonderful young adults, I remember back then often feeling weary and depleted of energy by noon. I was so grateful to be able to drop the boys off at our church's preschool for a few hours of respite. Well, those of you who have parented young children, tell me I'm not alone in this. The thing is, we often can feel alone and isolated, especially when we feel overwhelmed. And it seems that everyone else around us, at least according to their Facebook posts, seem to be doing just fine. Now, on top of the challenges that can come with parenting, we've cranked up the expectations of parents to be able to not only handle parenting, But during a pandemic, all that comes with it, the constant vigilance of keeping your family safe, physically distancing from the important village that helps in child rearing and education. Not only that, but also dealing with your child's feelings about missing out on playing with friends or seeing family members or going to school. It can all become overwhelming. So today we're doing a special podcast focused on parents, and in particular, the needs of parents of young children. I'm so excited to be joined today by Katie Jones, our St. Mark's Preschool Director and parent of two awesome kids, who will share about moving out of her comfort zone to embrace changes that she has needed to make 
entering the growth zone while trying to stay out of the panic zone. Take a listen. So today we are so excited. I'm here with Katie Jones. And Katie, welcome. Thank you. Katie's going to uh, talk to us a little bit about her um, challenges and joys with um, being a preschool director here at St. Mark's. And Katie, would you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, kind of personally and professionally? Sure. Well, I'm a member here at St. Mark's, and we joined in 2007 and enrolled our daughter in preschool. And um, since then, I'm, I have been working with children's programs at St. Mark's since 2008. I immediately got involved with the preschool board and then VBS, Sunday school, and now I've been working at the preschool for seven years and been the director the last two years. So I really enjoy that. I've been married for 16 years, <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah, 16. And I uh, have two kids. My daughter is in ninth grade, and she was just confirmed. And my son is in sixth grade. And I have a dog that I adore. Wonderful. Thanks. Um, so when we're talking today about um, our comfort zone, our growth zone, and our panic zone, um, I'm just wondering uh, if you'd be willing to just talk about um, Questions kind of related to that. Sounds good? Absolutely. Okay. So what's been the biggest challenge for you during this pandemic? The biggest shift has been not being in regular contact with our friends and family. Just having to really shrink our bubble and um, that's been really hard. And part of that is when schools closed in March I feel like our lives took a dramatic shift on March 13th, mm. and um, it's been a, almost a daily struggle since then, mm -hmm. both um, with my own kids and then with preschool. What would you say has been the biggest challenge with, with the preschool? I think the biggest challenge is trying to support our families. and. Our students are between two and a half and six years old, so they're, they're little. And these youngest learners do best in person, and they learn through relationships, and social-emotional learning is big, and being together in community, and trying to recreate that at a distance is challenging. It's not something I ever imagined that we would have to do. So it really sort of took you out of your comfort zone? Yes, yes it did. Mm -hmm. What would you say um, that sort of helped you adapt um, to be able to move out of your comfort zone? Or how's that going? I think that the biggest thing was wanting to be there for this community that I love so much. And having the support we have amazing teachers at our preschool and I'm really proud of them and the way that they've embraced this change and we've done it together. By myself, I'm not St. Mark's Preschool. We create it together 
And so having them to work with and bounce ideas off of and build on has been really important along with the leadership at St. Mark's from the staff to the council. It just feels like we have a whole community of, of cheerleaders behind us wanting this to be successful. Our preschool is a real ministry of St. Mark's. It's a real outreach. We um, have up to 46 families that attend our preschool and only, usually only about 5% of our families are church members. So it's really people in our neighborhood and our Tacoma University place surrounding community. And I just feel a commitment to them and their kids. I, I feel like a real part of their lives and they invite us in and so I want to do the best that I can for them. Mm -hmm. Sounds like uh, really challenging during this time when you're dealing with so many uncertainties, especially with school and your own your own personal uh, with your with your kids and how school is going for them and also with trying to uh, care for the, the folks and the families in preschool. Yeah, I, I kind of, since so my own kids this year have just gone into sixth and ninth grade and they're learning virtually. And I'm thankful that they're slightly older because they're able to navigate the technology and they have the skills to um, understand directions and communicate with their teachers more independently but at the same time they're still little and they need my support and my husband's support and so I'm very thankful for Ryan my husband because he is home oftentimes when I'm here working at preschool so he can be the at-home support for our kids but I definitely struggle with Am I putting all of my energy into making this work for preschool and neglecting my own children? Even though that's just irrational parent guilt talking, but it's definitely a balancing act and a juggling act. And some days, some days are very smooth and some days I just want to hide under a blanket with my dog yeah. and hope for better tomorrow. What are you hearing from your uh, preschool families about, um, you know, what kinds of challenges are they I think that having young children can be really isolating. Even if you have a really strong community around you, it's just, it's so energy consuming and time consuming and you put your whole heart into it and sometimes it doesn't feel like enough. And so I think just encouraging our families that they're doing the best they can and that we're all in this together right now we're all living this together i think that in this time of physical distancing it can feel like you're the only one still staying home or you're the only one having to cancel plans or celebrations that you've long looked forward to and i think it's important to remind people that we are all living this at the same time mm -hmm. But since we're so distanced from each other, it can be really easy to forget. And social media can be great, but it can also be really hard because oftentimes people just put their highlight reel and that's not always 
um, reality. So I think that just trying to give ideas to how to support and engage our preschoolers right now and support our parents and um, and they our families give so much back to me and our teachers that it's really been um, life-giving in that way for us. Mm -hmm. Sounds really beautiful, Katie. Uh, the way that you talk about your families, you can tell that you really have a lot of a lot of love for them and a lot of care for them. Thank you. And this is really challenging to be not be able to be together. You also mentioned um, two things I, I heard were uh, parental guilt or not being enough or not doing enough or maybe not doing it right and also just the feeling of isolation that can come with um, having a young child at home and also right now the inability to um, gather where you've been able to before and not being able to be in person with people. And I wonder, um, I wonder about if you have any wisdom to share with families about um, maybe being pushed out of their comfort zone right now and how to have some self-compassion. I think that being honest about how you're feeling and what your struggles are is really important. I have found that it's hard to be vulnerable, especially when you're a doer and a helper and you feel like you're kind of a giver. That's, I kind of feel like that's my role. I just, that's my personality. And so sometimes I feel like I shouldn't burden others if I'm feeling stressed out or if something's hard. And I just had to really step out of my comfort zone and reach out to, um, to my friends. I'm really close with my mom. I lean on her a lot. And and Ryan and I have had some conversations too where he he's extremely supportive of me and he'll say, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to turn off your laptop. It's okay to step away because when we are working from home so much, it's hard to know when to stop, when to not check that last email or do that last thing. And so it feels almost selfish a little to take time, but I think it's really important to do that. And so I try to remind people to do it, but then I also try to take my own advice, which can be hard to take your own advice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I think about, um, you know, maybe sermons I've given that really I'm the one who needed to hear it. Maybe no one else did, but I needed to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I also uh, just so appreciate what you said about um, being able to just take time for yourself and shutting off the laptop or you know, turning it off and, and just being done. Because you're right, it can just be so, so accessible right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm really glad that you, that you do that. Or you try well, I to try. That. I'm not always <laughs> successful, but I try. Uh, so right now, how would you describe your um, where you're at currently? Are are you um, coming out of your comfort zone? Um, how do you manage between like your growth zone and maybe entering the panic zone? I feel like I've been 
um, push to, to redefine what preschool is in my head and what what is the most important part? What do we want to try to continue or change or come across to our families? And what do we want our kids to, to know? And how do we want to engage them? And so I've really pulled from, um, there's a group called um, ELEA, which is the Evangelical Lutheran Education Association. And it, and it is a works in partnership with the ELCA, and so I'm connected to a group of other preschool directors around the country, and that's been really helpful because talking to other people in my position has helped me see beyond maybe what I would have before um, as professionally. Personally, I'm just trying to take it every day. I just, lately, I feel like I'm more in the panicky zone because our community infection rates are going up. Um, the holidays are approaching. We have a lot of traditions with um, my parents and my in-laws and my friends. And I just am kind of trying to accept the fact that it's not going to be the same this year. And that's kind of right now where I'm struggling. But, um, but I know I'm not the only one. And so this year will be different, and it's for now, but not forever. That's what I'm trying to tell myself repeatedly. And um, yeah, I'm not really in a comfort zone right now. I'm just trying to adapt and breathe. Yeah. <laughs> not not uh, not go too far into the what ifs of well, what if this happens and this happens, and just try to stay present as much as I can. Sounds like a real, real place <laughs> just to try to be present for each day. Yeah. So, Katie, do you have any any other um, words of wellness for your your families who may also be feeling? I would just encourage. Um, I, I would encourage my preschool families to and my. St. Mark's family to find support in the places that they need it and it might be an unexpected place it might be an old friend that you reach out to it might be um, a roommate it might be a family member it might be a spouse it might be just someone in your life that you haven't leaned on in a certain way before, but now you can find strength in them and they can find strength in you. I just think that it's easy to overlook sometimes the people that are always there, but um, it's just important to have a sense of community, where whatever that is for you. So I know that our family is trying to cherish this time together because my kids are getting older and they are going to, before I know it, be grown up and in college and so I try to tell myself this is precious time this is time when we're together and I'm going to try to make the most of it not to say that we don't argue and roll our eyes and slam our doors sometimes in our house but um, just trying to to be grateful for what we have yes one day at a time and as you said just finding that support and um, being grateful 
gratefulness for what you have right now. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katie. So appreciate you being uh, on the podcast today and just hear your honesty and vulnerability. So, so grateful. Appreciate it. Thanks, Katie Jones, thank you again for your wellness wisdom. And as we close, let me offer this special blessing to parents and all who are listening today. May you be filled with courage this day. As you're called upon to do one more Zoom call, to assist in your children's schoolwork while you toggle between getting your own work done, may you find courage to step out of your comfort zone and adapt yet again. May you be filled with comfort this day. As the pressures mount and the isolation seems unbearable, may you know that you are not alone and the lovely Facebook posts of friends that only show the best parts are not telling the whole story. You are not alone, but are connected to the great source of love and loved ones that are rooting for you. And may you be filled with self-compassion this day to know in your mind that you are enough and to feel in your heart that there is love enough even for you and to allow your body what it needs today for enough exercise, rest, nourishment. And just to know deep down in your soul that you are beloved by your creator and by your family just as you are. Until next week, dear listeners, remember, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well.